guy walks into the bar, has a steering wheel on his on his cock. <laughs> Bartender says, "What's with the steering wheel?" Dar driving me nuts. That's a, that's a knee slapper. I'm excited for this next one. What do you say uh, we just get into it? Let's do it. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Welcome, dear listener, to the Savor the Burn podcast. Thank you for listening on your podcast app of choice. My name is Jonathan. Across the table from me is Mr. W2. He's uh, he's up. <laughs> he's wooing. He's, uh, he's, he's having some fun down here in Savor the Burn studios. He's um, uh, swapping bottles and... and uh, Getting ready to... He just dropped a bottle on the table. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, we're gonna. We're definitely going to check this one out. I'm looking forward to it. It's aged eight to nine years, and it's going to be delicious. Because I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about it. What can you tell us about it? What What is this? So, next up on our agenda is Stag. What's interesting about this is, technically, Stag Jr., not, oh. to, not to be confused with the George T. Stag, which is the $1,000 bottle from Buffalo Trace. So this is the Stag Junior, but it no longer carries the name Junior behind it because they have been producing it for over 21 years now. When they reached their 21-year anniversary, they dropped the Junior because it was now an adult and old enough to drink. Huh. Which okay. is kind of funny. Uh, that this is pretty funny. Why would the, what? <laughs> what the hell? But anyway, th- this so this is stag. This is uh, specifically this is the batch fourteen, which would be the spring of twenty twenty is when this was bottled. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I found this little uh, excerpt online, which I thought was kind of funny. It says uh, stag junior batch fourteen is yet another excellent release from Buffalo Trace. But from memory, I think I've had better batches. Still, this is one of the best bourbons out there at the $50 to $60 MSRP. If the stars align and you're lucky enough to find it at all, as it's becoming even more difficult to find by the day. So I found this bottle. I just happened to be in at Ryman Liquor in Prairie Village here in Kansas City. Cool store. And really cool store. Even Uh, better people. I wandered in there one day and just started talking with one of the guys behind the counter. At the time, I didn't realize it, but it actually was the owner. And then there was another guy there that was their distribution and ordering manager. Mm. And so we were talking and I introduced them to the podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, started talking about it. And we just kind of just started talking about bourbons. And I don't know if it was maybe something I said or how the conversation was going, but the, the gentleman that was the owner excused himself for a few minutes which is fine. I didn't think anything of it. I just kept right on talking with the other guy that mm-hmm. that was there. And a couple minutes later, the owner came back out carrying a bottle. And in mid-sentence, I just kind of look up to acknowledge him coming back over. And he turns the bottle around and goes, would you have any interest in this? And it was this bottle of stag. Mm-hmm. And very, very grateful for that uh, transaction. But they they are very, very adamant about adhering to MSRPs. Mm. Uh, and so that was a $54 bottle. Uh, this little write-up here says, you know, $50, $60 bottle mm-hmm. of bourbon. You know, that's that's what I paid for it. If you can find it. And so I was, ex- I was excited. I've wanted to find a bottle of stag for a while now. 
I passed on it not that long ago mm-hmm. because I was in a, in another store to buy something else, mm-hmm. and it didn't really register in my head at that time that, hey, idiot, grab this while you can. Yeah. And I pass on it and, and still kicking myself, but I was like, absolutely. And when he rang it out, I about fell over. I'm like, oh my God, $54? Yeah, all day long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got home and, and shared with my sister that what I found, and we kind of just talking back and forth. The second market on this bottle is over $300. Wow. Uh, up to $400, $399 was what I've seen online for this bottle at a couple different places. I think the best price I was able to find anywhere on this bottle was still over $250. Hmm. So to find it for MSRP, unheard of. And I super appreciate the guys at Ryman's for being very adamant about uh, an anti-second market Mm -hmm. to clearly he he went to the back to pull Mm -hmm. this out. They're not putting this out on the shelf. Right. They're being a little bit more discerning on some of these bottles, mm-hmm. which I completely understand and appreciate. And right time, right place. Great guys. Great conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm super excited to, to get into this. But, but clearly they had the same impression about you. And I'm thankful for that. Absolutely. So, yeah, if there's if there's some way we can uh, we can, you know, repay that. Yep. That gratitude. Yeah, we're all we can do right now is just give them a shout out on the podcast and continue our patronage. Absolutely at, at, at Ryman Liquors. But so this is the Stag Batch 14, mm-hmm. which was released in the spring of 2020. Mm-hmm. This is uh, obviously it's Kentucky distilled at Buffalo Trace. Mm. Technically, this is a no age statement, mm-hmm. but Buffalo Trace actually says this is an eight to nine year on average. Okay, bourbon. They're just not putting a an age statement on there because it's blended. There's some other mm-hmm. things that that are kind of going into this. Uh, to carry on with our high octane adventure, goodness, we're bumping it up to 130.2 proof. And for those that are actually paying attention and are familiar with Stag, <laughs> this is the 23A. Is actually the uh, the the batch. Uh, designation on this. So the 21A would have been the, which I forget, I think it would have been like 2019, 2018 maybe. That is when they dropped the junior designation on this. And so Mm. uh, if you look on the label here, the stag, previous versions of this had a little JR that was found Mm. inside the last G of this S-T-A-G-G. So a stag junior. It's all grown up. It can drink yep. now. It's all grown up. <laughs> Just like my junior. <laughs> exactly. Who's out in Georgia now. Out in Georgia, yeah. I still cannot get over the color yeah, it's that's so, in this bottle. It's so deep dark. I mean, that's a brown liquor. I also noticed, too, it's that... It's dark like a, like a darker, like Meyer's Dark Rum. Yeah. It's like that damn dark. It's, I mean, it is just... Have it you had so Myers dark. dark Rum lately? I have not. I had a little bit of it last night, and it tastes like burnt chemicals. Maybe because hmm. it's stored in a plastic bottle, like some rum is. I don't know. It just tasted like rum mixed with, you know, plastic. I was really surprised because I've had it off the top of a, you know, they'll, they'll float some on top of a cocktail mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like a Bahama Mama or a yep. Pina Colada, whatever. They'll just they'll put that on the top, and then you just kind of. I've done that, that with off. Kraken. Kraken okay. before, which is a black rum. Which I, I love black rums. I love dark rums. Just they just have a extra depth to them as far as rum flavor goes. I'm not a huge fan of 
the flavor of rum not anymore not since like you know maybe mid-20s when i switched over to bourbon Mm. or whiskey and even then i switched over to uh you know the the og jack daniels Mm -hmm. which we'll get to at a later podcast later episode but um and then you know you and then you oh you you don't really drink it straight you do if you're me like you're an idiot (laughs) but then uh you know if if lemmy can drink it in a in a jack and coke all the time so can i yeah so that's that's what who are you to who might argue with with lemmy (laughs) nobody that's who so this this is is a beautiful bottle this is not dipped in in wax like the like the bookers but look on the very top of it the yeah. the embossed uh stag horns uh-huh. uh which is a nice little detail uh to the top of it right there on the topper mm-hmm. and the uh i think there's a little pull tab yeah, somewhere it's right here i'm gonna you let got... you open that one yeah you sure absolutely all right i'm getting ready to ruin the uh secondary market on this on this bottle there you go foil easy peasy that popped right off so it's not only it's not only on the cap oh it's on the yeah it's, it's on, on the, the stopper too on the on the yeah. Very nice with a nice little gold ring around it. Uh-huh. That is not That's natural cork the, stopper. The 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 lightweight plastic mm-hmm. <laughs> top on there. Yeah, it's not it's not that, beam. And that is real cork? It is real cork, yeah. Excellent. Oh uh, there you go. I feel like the real cork has a is a higher pop when you when you actually open it up. Yeah. Than your composites. Beautiful. There you go. Thank you, sir. Get that ready for a photo op. Oh, my goodness. Don't even have to put your nose down in there. That nose is amazing. That's almost fruity on the nose. Kind of looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it. I mean, it's like a maple-y sweet. That's a good-looking stopper. It is. It is. I love the, the, the stag antler uh, detail uh, uh, even better for me is the natural yeah. cork I love that and there's there's really no there's no um, embossed lettering on the in the glass on this uh, yep. you know standard I don't know I keep calling it like a bell-shaped uh, whiskey bottle rounded shoulder yeah rounded shoulders slightly tapered down to a, a heavy bottom mm-hmm. and that's uh, a very heavy bottle yeah and like I said on uh, a YouTube comment section somewhere I like my whiskey bottles like I like my women rounded shoulders and heavy <laughs> bottoms it makes the rock and world go around <laughs> Gar. <laughs> cheers to that sir you know what uh, before I even get oh my, my pull on this uh, yeah we, we still do have to uh to take it through the sniff test but um there's honey on that i uh a, a buddy of mine asked he's like hey what's that what's that bell you guys ring uh when you, <laughs> when you say cheers it, it's not a bell it's it's this what you're hearing that's not a bell that's our uh, our our uh, glen karen whiskey glasses mm-hmm. so if you if you look at anybody drinking whiskey from a glass it's either from like a, a rocks glass like a cocktail glass with ice in it this is a, a tulip shaped um you know whiskey uh, drinking glass look and at those legs made uh brought to you by glen karen and if you want to see what they look like uh or if you're interested in in, uh, in buying some uh, they're relatively inexpensive. I mean, as far as drink drink glassware goes, and you can find it savertheburn.com slash shop. Just scroll down and you'll see them right there. There's a there's a little box with two of them in there. Mm-hmm. One for you, mm-hmm. one for your you know your favorite or maybe second favorite <laughs> fellow whiskey drinking enthusiast. There's oak. There's yep. chocolate. There's uh, you're picking up chocolate on the nose. A little bit, uh, a little bit of honey. Definitely some brown sugar. Mm-hmm. I think vanilla takes a back seat. Yes. 
and I think like the caramel would take a back seat, but like you said, honey, there's honey on there. Maybe a little maple. Yeah, I was thinking maple. Yeah. Like, before you sat down, I was really looking forward to what you might you might have to say about it. I'm yeah. Glad you picked there's, up maple. There's a, there's a strong maple on that. Now I'm ready to get a pull. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this again. Mm. Wow. Once again, that is ethanol hot, but holy hot damn, is that flavor incredible. That flavor is something else. Man. That's every bit as interesting as Booker's was, but Booker's is different. There's the vanilla. The vanilla's there. The The chocolatey is there. The vanilla that was sitting backseat on the nose Mm -hmm. stepped forward on the palate. Yep. There's still a little bit of uh, of oakiness there. There's some uh, maybe a little cherry. Yeah, maybe some cherry, some um, some dried fruit mm-hmm. of some kind, like a a dark fruit, like a cherry would be, like maybe not plum, but um, something not so strong. Another stone Man, fruit. That's incredible. Yeah, apple, apple. Mm. Yeah, it says it here on the on the notes here. Dark brown sugar. Which I would totally agree with. Rich yep. vanilla, definitely. Oak, definitely. Dark cherry, you called that. And, and apple. apple. Apple, I agree. It's not nearly as strong as the uh, the dark cherry and the and the dark brown sugar, but this is really fucking good. And the finish, the finish, oh, is, the finish is smooth and lingering. Yep. And it's it's uh, it's pretty strong for a for a finish. Mm-hmm. Man, it's too bad this isn't as available as uh, as some others are because. I mean, it may look like the same bottle as Rebel Yell, but it is most certainly not Rebel <laughs> Yell. I mean, compared if you if you want to compare like this compared to Rebel Yell compared to Stag is like fucking it's Rebel Yell's trash in comparison, and that sucks because I used to really like Rebel Yell. I might have to go home and try a little bit and weep and mourn, <laughs> mourn my Rebel Yell. Speaking of Rebel Yell, have you ever seen? Uh, sorry, I just took another pull of that. That ethanol is... Billy Idol? Yes. Goodness. Right. Yeah, back to it. Sorry. <laughs> Billy Idol. Have you have you seen Billy Idol oh, in, yeah. in concert? You have? What's that like? I haven't seen it. Steve Stevens is one of my favorite guitar players. Okay. He, he's so, so good. E- even, even today, you know, years and years and years later, Billy Idol still sounds fantastic. What I love about Billy Idol is that attitude that he had... Like from the very beginning, oh, yeah. like Generation X days, he's still got it. Yep. yep. He's still, you know, fuck you. Yep. He had no fuck fucks you. to give. Yeah, he, he still doesn't. <laughs> he hasn't picked up any along the way. And you know what? He really hasn't had any scandals, has he? Not really. Other than maybe, you know, trashing a hotel room and probably getting an attitude with somebody at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's been like no sex scandals or uh, you know drug and, and rehab. I mean, he's got his stories, but you know what? I can't say that there hasn't been. We might have to get some some rock experts in here at some point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm busy uh, working on my my notes here. I remember in sixth grade, the school district I I grew up in, there was a handful of uh, the elementary schools that were at or over capacity. And so mine was one of them that they decided to move the sixth grade class up to the middle school. Okay. And so, and and I actually was part of the first sixth grade class to be at the middle school. So was it middle school or was it junior high until your sixth grade was added and then it became middle school? 
Because that happened to me. I, I always knew it as Ferguson Middle School. Okay. But the stone uh, carving on, on the outside of the building mm-hmm. said Ferguson Junior High School. Okay. So so I think there was definitely something to that. But we were the first sixth grade class to be added to the junior high middle school up there. And anyway, so as a result of that, sixth grade was first experience with locker and, you know, changing classes, hallway time, you know, from room to room. And uh, I definitely had a Billy Idol poster in my locker in sixth grade. In your locker, really? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. I, I never had I think a... seventh grade, that became uh, Shout at the Devil, Motley Crue. Really? You sure but... it wasn't the Bengals? You didn't want to walk like an Egyptian? <laughs> Just another manic Monday? <laughs> <laughs> So now that we that we've established that stag and rebel yell are completely different animals, um, <laughs> but uh, we already brought up the Billy Idol. Um, what was what, what's he like in concert? All I know is like radio and and uh, maybe a behind the behind the music thing on VH1 or something. Yeah, I haven't even looked up. He's spot stuff. on. D- did you ever get a chance to see the uh, the acoustic uh, concert that he did? Did all the hits acoustically? It was basically just him and Steve Stevens. All right. Uh, Steve Stevens playing a a, a big uh, ovation uh, mm-hmm. acoustic guitar. Ovation. Those are the ones with the plastic back on them. Yep. I've never liked those. Just the sound of them. Yeah. But a lot it, of people it may, love it. And, and it totally may cool. not have been an ovation, but it, mm-hmm. was, it, it had that kind of a look to it. Okay. I'm sure it was a higher Either, end right. better something than, or another. Better than what this long hair picked up at a musician's friend. But, but his playing was spot on, mm-hmm. and, and Billy Idol's voice was just impeccable. Still there. Yeah. Super, super cool. Yeah, I think I got a, a greatest hits of his one time after my buddy Moose suggested me to get it. And um, I think I have that. Great yeah, okay, sense. so it yep. starts off with uh, a, a song from Generation X, right? Uh, money, 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 yes. money. Yes, yes. Right, is, that's how it's pronounced, right? Money, money. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was money, money. He was just talking weird because he's <laughs> from across money, the pond. Money, 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 money. But you know that I was like, oh, okay, that was Generation X. Fucking wild, cool. I just wondered. You know why? Why did he go solo? Why didn't he just keep it Generation X? Mm-hmm. But who knows? Band split up, and I mean, Ozzy went solo. So did Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> so yep, yep, whatevs. But um, back to the stag. Turning this car around and going back to the stag <laughs> here. This thing's got a lot going for it on the nose. I'm Even still, more going for it on the palate. I'm still blown away at the color of this. Mm-hmm. Tasting notes listed as molasses, which I think is probably pretty spot on. You know, all these other bourbons that we try are all variations of amber or honey or whatever. This thing is just, it is dark brown. <laughs> it really is. I mean, yeah. it's. I would say molasses is too dark. Molasses is like root beer. Like, you can't see through it. It's so damn dark. Well, I mean, do it. This is it, like a... If you don't hold it up to light... It's like an extra dark amber. <laughs> yeah, right. If you don't hold it... If you hold it up against the backdrop here of our banner... Yeah, molasses. Sure. It's straight molasses. Yeah. And maybe... You know what? Maybe that's what we've been... We've been doing it wrong. Oh. We've been holding it up to the light the whole time. Going, what the fuck? Here I am waving your bottle around. <laughs> You're very hard to find bottle around. Look at it over here, over here, over here. Just but don't like, drop it. <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> oh, no! But yeah, maybe... Every time that somebody says something is mahogany, I've been holding right. holding it up against a light that I can see through it. I'm like, I don't are we doing it wrong, or maybe they're doing it, doing it wrong? They're doing it wrong. They don't know <laughs> what they're it. doing. 
Yeah, so if you take this and you hold it up against there, that's a that's a dark amber. Mm-hmm. But you hold the bottle against it, it's straight molasses. Yeah. It looks just so dark. And to complement that, the ring on the top and the the topper is a really dark, kind of a raw umber brown with a copper. Wouldn't you say that that, that that's a copper more so than a gold here? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're Co- their copper trim are, are, are copper. Yep, and um, copper and black. And then on the front of the bottle, and white. Course. It, it, well, that's that's kind of a, like an, a an an, white. antique white, bone white, yeah. off white. Yeah, it, it's not a straight pure white. It, it complements the the color palette quite nicely. And even though this does not have the junior distinction mm-hmm. that it used to have, this is still the younger brother to the George T. Stag offering from Buffalo Trace. So that's a that's a, a different thing. That's a different animal completely. Have you tried it? No. No? That, if I run across one of those, the MSRP is probably a little bit too rich for, for my taste. But Oh, is it? Yeah. George C. Stag on Flavier is like a $1,400 bottle. <laughs> they can keep it. And that's not a special year or special release. That's just the regular... Sorry. Is it maybe the monitor? Something is it your microphone? It is. I can see the this thing wagging around. Oh, look at there! I fixed it. I've been fucking with my microphone this entire time. Oh shit! It Ooh. was me the whole time. <laughs> Damn it, Wayne! You're gonna, <laughs> dear listener, if you have any complaints about the uh, the entire time, you send that hate mail to w two at savertheburn.com. Wizard fingers. Wizard fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 98% fingers or whatever it was. So, yeah, the $1,400 bottle, they can have yeah. it, man. That, what do they call it? George T. Stag? George T. Stag, yep. Uh, what what makes that so much different than... Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Couldn't tell me. Overall, I love Flavier.com, but there are... And even though 80% of their pricings are great they still fall victim to that secondary market mm-hmm. you know the cheapest blends bottle they have is 180 bucks the japanese variation is a 225 dollars bottle and it just keeps going up from there it's, now that that blends is the japanese variation is it made over there in japan no it's made here it's made here it's just it's packaged and and bottled it has uh, a, a completely different label on it and everything, but it is made specifically for the Japanese market. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. That now was me. Send all your hate <laughs> mail to Jonathan at savertheburn.com. <laughs> that, was, that was me getting all excited with my pen and be like, okay. So that's so that's that's for Japanese distrib- uh, distribution labeling. Right. Pretty much. Yes. So it's the same damn thing. It's just in a Japanese label. I guess what I'm getting yeah. at is it's not aged in barrels made out of their trees, Japanese trees. Uh, because the Japanese whiskey aged in those trees tastes way different. I have not done my research, so I'm not 100%. No, okay. Okay. Anyway, back to this George C. Stag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flavier has, they have three bottles available. One is sold out. The other two, one is $1,421. The other one is $1,443. Take your pick. No. No, I, <laughs> I choose to skip that memory. Thank you very much. Just to show you the picture. It's a very different bottle. It's a oh, it's, wow. it's kind of like a, the Eagle Rare yeah, style I was bottle. Yeah, say it looks like Eagle Rare. Yep. I mean, maybe less as far as uh, label yep. design goes. Yeah. 
but same same antlers, exact same antler design. Yeah. This is just the young. This is also let me before I say this particular one is a no age statement. I thought for sure it was like a seventeen year. Yeah. I'm not buying a bottle of whiskey. I'm not paying more for a bottle of whiskey than I paid for my first car. <laughs> right. I'm just not doing it. Yep. I think my first car was a 1979 El Camino. And it was, uh, well, actually, I know for a fact that's what it was. And I paid 15 nine, year. I, I paid $950 for that thing and it broke down on the way home. There's no way. This is a 15 year at 69.1. What does that make it? Jesus Christ. That would be 138.2 proof. That's hot. <laughs> Boy, I mean, howdy. Not in, a, <laughs> not in a Paris Hilton. That's hot. No, that's whew, hot. That's wow. My biscuits are burning. <laughs> my biscuits are burning. <laughs> I, I don't know why why I went all fucking uh Randy Man Savage with it. <laughs> my biscuits Ooh, are burning. Yeah. Ooh. It's like the cream of the crop, but it's burning. Snap it to a slim jam. <laughs> burning my biscuits. Ooh, what do you think of that being Gene? That was weird. <laughs> he was in uh the uh the uh Toby Maguire uh, Spider-Man? Yes, he was. Yeah. Bonesaw! <laughs> and he was completely fucking roided out. Bonesaw's ready! <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> he, he, he always referred to himself in, in, in third person. And I loved that. Loved it. Loved it. it I mean, even, even like as as Randy Macho Man Savage, he didn't always refer to himself in the third person. Like, if you, I think somebody asked him, you know, like, do you ever cry? Well, I get feelings too, or whatever it was. His answer was he didn't say Macho Man has feelings. He he didn't do that. But the character Bonesaw would definitely be like Bonesaw doesn't cry. That's weakness. I want to pour this up and mix this up into a old fashioned. Yeah, this would be a great candidate for a for an old fashioned with the chocolate bitters. With chocolate bitters, not the Angostura, but the chocolate uh, bitters. Chocolate bitters and orange bitters. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Blood orange. Not the orange, but the blood orange. And, of course, that barrel-aged cherry. Bada bing! <laughs> those bada cherries. <laughs> What'd you give it on the nose? I gave it a four and a half. Shut the door. What is that what you gave it? I gave it a four and a half also. Wow. You know, that is higher than the last one I, I gave. I gave a four on the last one. I gave a four and a quarter on the last one. Mm-hmm. Now look at us. How about the palate? Four and a half. I gave it a four. Okay. There, there, I mean, there was nothing wrong with it. Uh, if, if I'm coming at it, giving it a solid four, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I don't know what they could do to get me to bump that up other than do something about that that ethanol burn. But it's, it's, uh, it's 130.2 proof. So I don't know <laughs> what the hell... They're gonna do to it. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They warned. They're you. not gonna alter their. They did. They did. <laughs> right on the front. Right fucking down there at the bottom. Um, Handwritten, might I add. Nobody. Nobody's gonna alter their process to make me happy, yeah. yep. and that's totally cool. But um, I mean, for me, for me and my palate, yeah, four four was uh, was it's a solid solid number and also you know even though the bottle does not say it in the exact words as bookers this is also uncut and unfiltered this is straight barrel strength barrel proof cask strength bourbon whiskey kentucky 
mm-hmm. straight bourbon whiskey. What'd you give it on the finish? Hence the 130.2 proof. <laughs> <laughs> give it on the what? The finish. I really like the finish on this. I gave it four and three quarters. I gave it four and a half. We're not that far off. We are not that far off. Yeah, in the in the finish, I probably could have gone up a little bit on the finish because it, it had so much lingering sweetness. And you know me, I got a sweet tooth from hell. But All those is, flavors just kept right on going. They did. They carried through yeah. that, that burn, and it, it made it easier to savor, I think. So maybe I should have bumped that up a little bit. But four and a half is damn near five. Four and three yeah. quarter is even closer to damn near five. It's even more damn near five. <laughs> Stupid whiskey. Can't think straight. <laughs> How about bottle presentation? For what this is, I, mm-hmm. I, I love this bottle. Uh, I, I love so many different things about this bottle, and I'm not making an excuse for it. I gave it a four and a quarter which I think is a great score. It's definitely not the 7.5 of the bookers. <laughs> <laughs> and what could be? Whatever could be. I mean, bookers came from Jim B. So, like, what, what, what? This is from Buffalo Trace. This is from Buffalo Trace. Pinky's Buffalo up, Trace. motherfucker. Buffalo Trace has got some good stuff. Yeah, really I, mean, I mean, seriously. They really if, do. If you're not a fan of Buffalo Trace... That's fine. That's I, I, fine. I'm, it's just we're probably not going to be I'm, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be mad at you. Right. But let's just go down the list. First off, standard Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. I think at the distillery, I, I paid $23, $25 f- for a bottle of that. For 25 bucks, that is a solid bourbon. Locally, you're going to probably pay 30 35, or 35 45. I don't think you'll pay... I actually, I have seen it for more than thirty-five. But 30, I've seen it for forty-five out in Blue Springs okay. on the way to band practice. Thirty thirty-five is a pretty standard price th- that mm. I, I've seen it for. Um, it's getting a lot harder but to find now. It a is a couple of years ago. It really wasn't that hard to find. But it is, it's 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 great. It is. It but is. then from there, you've got Eagle Rare. You've got Weller. You've got Blanton's. You've got. This stag, you've got the George T. Stag, you've got Pap. You know, I doubt we ever even make it to a Pappy's on here. I would love for us to to be able to dig into some Pappy's, but mm-hmm. Pappy's is a Buffalo Trace product. Mm. Pappy's, you top, can't argue with Buffalo it, Trace. It's top rated. It's <laughs> all like the really top, hard to find. Yeah, but all your top tier brands are coming out of Buffalo Trace. If you do find it, it's scary high priced. If if you're finding Pappy's, the the cheap side of Pappy's is a thousand dollar bottle. Again, the I'm not buying it for that's I'm not that's paying the, more for a bottle of whiskey than I did. My that's first the ten car. years. So so that's let's ten year. Let's let's put uh, this into perspective. The Eagle Rare, which is a 10-year bourbon, the MSRP on that is a $35 bottle. You will be lucky to find that for under $90 locally. Most places are going to go even higher than that. Flavier is actually about $120 on Eagle Rare. That's a $35 bottle. That's a 10-year wonderful. The Eagle Rare? The Eagle Rare 10-year. Okay, yeah. The E.H. Taylor the E.H. Taylor, I don't remember if there's an age statement on that or not, but still, fantastic bourbon that's, and, and, and I didn't mention that before, E.H. Taylor also comes from Buffalo Trace. The MSRP on that is like $40. You're you're lucky to find that for $160, over $200 for that bottle. Mm-hmm. Pappy's 10-year, best price you will find 
anywhere on that is $980. Best mm. price I've ever seen for it. Once you get into the Pappy's 12, 15, 18, 21, now you're looking at the three, four, five thousand dollar mm. bottles. I might need a higher paying job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I gave it a three and a half. You gave it a four and a quarter All on right, the bottle presentation. It was it was average, yeah. but it wasn't so you know two point five Jim Beam white label sure. average. Yep. You know it it's got a lot more character than it that. is a real cork. It's yeah, it's got real cork. It's not a fucking plastic spinoff cap. Uh, the uh, is that a wooden topper on there? The, I don't think I don't think it is. It looked like wood grain from the oh, top. Oh shit! It is. Yeah, I was gonna say, it just, is, yeah, the, it the is cross, the, the the cross glare that I was seeing, I, I thought I saw wood grain. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yep, wood wooden topper with, with real cork. With real cork, yeah, it's a it's it's a great bottle. And I know you can't drink the cork. If you can, you're probably not human, and you're probably not <laughs> listening to this podcast for any other reason but to take over the planet. Um, so overall rating for me came up to eight point two five, eight and a quarter. Okay. Mine landed right at an even nine. Yeah, we're not far off from each other. I, I don't know. I, I can't... I drink this every day. This would absolutely <laughs> be an everyday drinker. It's like three times better than uh, the Jim Beam Black. And Jim Beam Black has now taken the place of my everyday uh, I was gonna say, Beam White. I, yeah, I think you said that last time. That that's yeah. taken the place of your white label. I'm probably sounding like a broken record at this point, honestly. Because <laughs> I probably told that to everybody. It's just, I mean, the the Jim Beam Black is like three times better than the Jim Beam White, and this is three times better than the Jim Beam Black, in my opinion. That said, this is Buffalo Trace. We're not talking Jim Beam anymore. That was right. that was Booker's. That was Jim Beam Flight Day. That's you know, this is totally different. This is good stuff. With the trip you just went on, oh, you should have you should have made a point. Oh, to, to, uh, to swing through Frankfurt, Pigeon Forge, and and get yeah. So. Next time we go down in that area, we're going to make it's, a point to do the other things that we didn't get to do. But we did so much stuff. Buffalo Trace is worth the stop. The, the lines get long. Mm-hmm. You get there a little bit early. You're in line. You'll you'll get one of the allocations. But one, uh, the distillery is a historic landmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Even though they have tours that you can sign up for, talking with uh, Faith and Tim, we learned that Buffalo Trace is not on the Bourbon Trail mm-hmm. because Buffalo Trace was like, we're not paying your fee. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep our tours free. Mm. People are still going to come. Guess what? They do mm-hmm. <laughs> in hordes. <laughs> Aside from their tours, though, you're allowed to just wander the grounds. So you can wander and go in and out of the Rick houses and, and oh. it's it's a cool place. Uh, they even have a cool playground that little Henry was able to mm-hmm. play yeah, on. Yeah, I remember and, that, yeah. And yep, he, he learned how to climb this, this little rope contraption for the first time to get to the slide so that he could go down there. And just, just a great experience. Um, even even when we, you know after we did the gift shop and we got our allocations and all that, we went upstairs, which is where the uh, the tasting um, bars are, <clears throat> which free tastings. Mm-hmm. They have uh, you basically just get in line, and I think you get a f- they go through like five different uh, offerings that they've got. 
including their root beer. Is that they make uh, a root beer? The, uh, their their Freddies are those. Um, are those uh, customer like out your choice or their choice? It's it's their choice. Okay. So it's it's Buffalo Trace. It's Weller. It's Sazerac Rye. It's their their bourbon cream and then right. their root beer. Okay. And and Henry got he got a pour of the the root beer. Mm-hmm. That was his first time having anything carbonated, mm-hmm. and to see his little eyes go from you know the size of dimes to the size of Buick hubcaps. <laughs> Buick hubcaps. <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> yeah. He he enjoyed that a lot. That's and, cool. You know, we're sitting there, we're, we're trying all the, the the bourbons, and you know, the bar is the old style bar where mm-hmm. it has the, uh, the the brass pole footrest mm-hmm. at the bottom of it. He just kind of sat down there and he was doing his own thing. I think he had some toys or something, and just mm-hmm. kind of just sitting there, hanging out, chilling, being mm-hmm. cool. And we were trying different things, and then when it came right about time, that the last thing was the root beer, and he kind of popped his head up, and the bartender knew he was down there, and so he poured. We got these little, you know, communion cup size mm-hmm. little pours, and he poured Henry a like a full cup, like a full dram. Yep. And uh, and so he kind of popped up, and we handed that down to him, and he he very cautiously yeah. sipped on there, and he went, you know, because you know the carbonation kind of yeah. kind of tingled at first, but then all of a sudden those eyes went, mm-hmm. and then he just yeah. <laughs> then from that point on, the world moved in slow motion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was hooked. Yeah, they, that sounds like a great great fun. They do place make to a great root, root, if you like root beer. Oh yeah, their their Freddy's root beer is fan for me. Root beer. It's not as a daily drinker as like bourbon it would be. Yeah. I I I like it enough to uh take my time with it and I like it enough to um uh have it sparingly. Yeah. Like that root beer I sent you, I sent you a picture of it, the Sprecker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh the the Sprecker maple root beer mm-hmm. mixed with uh of course that Jim B Black that I keep fucking talking about. But um uh, a couple a couple dashes of Angostura bitters. And that was a f- mighty fine fucking cocktail. I'm I'm definitely a fan of root beer, uh, especially if it's um, I don't know off the beaten path root beer. I mean, you can get Sprecher root beer, but it's oh, yeah. not not as available as like Anw or, right, or, or right, Barks. Right. IBC was Our probably my favorite before Sprecher came along. Hy-Vee carries it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, I wanted to touch base on the what people said about the. Uh, the stag uh, bourbon yeah. and, uh, when I, on that post in the Whiskey Tribe. Uh, Nathan says uh, he loves stag. And uh, Jimmy says, uh, uh, fight me. Because <laughs> like, he's a fan. He's such a fan. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pasco, 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 I think, uh, says, uh, I've always been a stag fan and have a handful of bottles. But I picked up my first Jack Daniels single barrel bottle, uh, single barrel proof, a few weeks ago. And it is amazing. Um, wow. I almost think it might be better than Stag. Well, in a future episode, that, we're going to get to that. That sounds like a bold statement. That is a bold statement. That we're, is a bold statement. I think we're going to fuck around. And find out, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then over in the uh, the Whiskey Guild, Mark says it, it's great. Uh, Stag is, is great. Uh, Clint calls it a banger. Adam says it's excellent. Let's see. Uh, Timothy um, seems to think it, it's a pretty solid pretty solid and um nick says he would take uh stag over uh the jack daniels uh barrel proof or the bookers and um brad says he loves it 
Hmm. He's a he's a huge Booker's <clears throat> fanboy, and but uh, he does love it. This is this is a, a pretty exceptional uh, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, do you have any uh, final thoughts? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are those always your final thoughts? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> One more. Uh, well, uh, my final thoughts. I was trying to jot them all down here, and I maybe maybe it's a habit that we got into early on. Maybe I just my inner Jerry Springer's coming out. But, you know, my final <laughs> monologue, my assessment of the whole thing. It says, uh, coming in at, and, uh, at 130 proof, this stag bourbon won't take all your breath away, but you will find an explosion of taste and complexity. This Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey will not disappoint. Grab a bottle if you can find it and try it for yourself or with your friends and family at your next gathering. The end. This is this is beautiful. This is a, a, an exceptional bourbon. Yep. Uh, I bet we, we ought to have uh, Mitch try it at some point. I bet he'd love it. Oh man, yeah. I mean, absolutely. he loves Devil's River as much as I love Jim Beam Black. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they say? If. Once you go black, you need a wheelchair. <laughs> but <laughs> but this 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 blows that out of the water. If if this was readily available anywhere, everywhere, mm-hmm. all the time, at MSRP. Yeah. This is daily drinker. It'd be a no-brainer, <laughs> without even questioning. Because I it. could see this mixing well with, like you said, an old-fashioned, or with a with a Manhattan. Oh my a, God, maybe a Manhattan, with, even a highball. I don't see. I don't see how you could go wrong using this for anything. I'm just thinking about this ginger beer and a little Reeds. Angostura. You know what? Uh, when I was down at uh, West Bottoms recently to pick up their uh, their single malt mm-hmm. and their blended single malt. Uh, I got talking with Cassandra and talking about, this was actually like the week before uh, our West Bottom uh, episodes came out. And I don't remember the guy's name, but there was a guy down there that does a lot of their their cocktails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the main main guy yes. right there at the bar. He's yep. got kind of blonde hair. Yes. Like the smoothest fucking skin you've ever mm-hmm. seen on a dude in your life. <laughs> so I, I was specifically talking and about you gotta, our... Gotta watch your girlfriend around him. This dude's good looking. He's he, uh, he, What did your sister call a uh, pretty boy or whatever it was? Pretty Steve or whatever? Yes, yes. That's this kid. Yeah. Watch out. So we were talking about the KC horse feather and before... Before I went any far, I, you know, I just mentioned that. Oh yeah, by the way, you know, we 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 did this, and then we followed it up with uh, a couple cocktails, and and she asked me, you know, what what cocktails, and I was like, you know, you know, I started to say, you know, the Casey Horse Feather, and then we took their old fashioned, and and kind of made our own from there. Mm-hmm. But before I could get that far, he interjects in there. What ginger beer are you using with your Casey horse feathers? All right. And so we start talking. About, I was like, uh, Reed's Extra. And he's like, I'm not sure if I've tried that one. And I was like, Really? Right. And uh, and so, and I can see their oh, I've little. i seen that stuff. I can see their little mini fridge, uh, mm-hmm. like right in front of me. And the whole bottom shelf on there is these little uh, Bundaberg bottles of ginger beer. Mm-hmm. And I have not made one okay. with them yet, but I have a six-pack in my fridge upstairs. Do you have the reeds also? Uh, not currently, because Hy-Vee's been out of the reeds. But they have this for days, and okay. how much we love West Bottoms, and them being so adamant about the, this is the one you need to try. That's their choice. This least. is their choice. So I was like, all right. 
So I bought myself a uh, thing of it, mm-hmm. and my next Casey Horse Feather West Bottoms Whiskey Company style will be made with the Bundaberg Ginger Beer. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's their if that's their suggestion, then it's, it's, it's got to be good. It, it's a cool. Their, their cocktail, the two I think that I've had multiple times are great. I might go in there next time. Yeah. I go in there, I'm going to get something I haven't had because I I hate going to the same place every time and getting the same thing every time. We we've done horse feathers a couple times here, so you, you know how I make it. You know how you make it. Next time you go down there, you, next time we go down there, mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah. We should we should do a horse feather. Yeah, I don't know if they use lemon. I don't know if they use, if they use lime. Pretty, I, I, I'm I positive use lime they use and lemon. It makes it really close to a to a mule. Yeah, but I, I I like lime better than lemon. But I still love lemon. Fair, fair. I love lemon. So I'm I'm fucking stoked. I definitely want to try it out. Like if if I'm having if I want to make a a, a, a horse feather, Australia, Australian, family owned. What what's the name of it? Bundaberg. Bundaberg. Australian for ginger beer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best Australian you're going to get out of me. Probably for the entirety of 2023. So we've talked about just about everything except for the stag while we were trying the stag. Um, Which, I don't know. Is it disrespectful to the stag? I don't know. I hope it's not because this is this no is a, disrespect to the stag. Absolutely, it, no no disrespect intended because this this stag uh, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is far and above uh, average. I mean, if you're going to pay, if you can find it anyway at MSRP, right, right. good fucking luck. If you can find it at what was it fifty four? It's not written down here. Like yes, fifty four, something yep. like that. Uh, retail. Um, if you can grab it and, yep. and maybe maybe two of them if you can, because um, uh, you're not going to find it. Because second market is at least two hundred, maybe three hundred. Yep, Mo- most second markets are three hundred plus. Absolutely insane. But uh, if you if you've heard the hype, and Sag only releases twice a year, only twice a year. They okay. do two not batches a year. You're like uh, Booker's from the last right. episode. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess they do a spring and they do a fall, which is it's really good. That's that's probably why it is hard to find. It's really good, really good. Anyway, what do you say we wrap it up? Let's wrap it. All right. Thank you, dear listener, for listening to the Savor the Burn podcast once again. My name is Jonathan. Across the table for me is Mister W Two. Yo. Yo. <laughs> uh, uh, send us a message. Uh, info at savertheburn.com. Send me a message. Jonathan at savertheburn.com. Send yo a message at w2 at savertheburn.com. And uh, no matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, what you're drinking, always remember, keep on burning. <laughs>